you know, fart mouth and stuff. <sighs> Podcast. The following film is a production of the Pharmacy University Chip Chips and Degenerates Department. Thank you for listening. What? <laughs> <laughs> My throat is full of so much phlegm. I've had like seven beers. No, that's a lot. I've had like five beers. Yeah, I was going to say four or five, I think. And I've been vaping up a storm. And Dude, the vape does that, man. <clears throat> yeah, my throat's clogged up like a goddamn shower drain. To make a call back to something that wasn't recorded. I practiced this like five or six times while you were outside. <laughs> yeah. I'll get it right. The following film is a production of the Pharmacy University Chip Chips and Degenerates Department. Thank you for listening. Where woke minds can find sleep. Fartmouth University. Jake was the only sperm that didn't get queefed. Fartmouth <laughs> University. Bitched it. Nice, bro. Welcome to Fartmouth Podcast, a show where dogs and women are about the same to us because it's a hassle to pay for their food and they're really only good for sex. Also, we, they're bitches. <laughs> yeah, oh, I forgot that joke. We do weekly rotating segments and games each week and try to make each other laugh. I'm Jake. I'm Tyler. Uh, let's get the fuck on into I'm it. I'm suicidal. Bitch. I'm a gay bitch. <laughs> I'm John Wilkes Booth. Fuck Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> yep. Fartmouth.com. Yeah. Forward slash coffee. <laughs> Not really. There is a coffee link on fartmouth.com. There if is. If you're thirsty for some goddamn delicious mocha flavor. Dude, it's so good. Every bean has been filtered through an Ethiopian pussy, and it tastes so goddamn oh, good. Oh, dude, it's fantastic. It's like fly larva. That was just a joke about Ethiopian people. Uh, it actually is really good coffee. It's very good, yeah. If you click the coffee button, it'll take you to a link that's also in the description to uh, ArizonaBayCoffee.com to our flavor, our mocha-flavored delicious coffee, which is actually yeah. delicious. I, it's very good, yeah. I am not the biggest lover of coffee, but I know when coffee <coughs> tastes good to the layman, mm -hmm. and if you're a layman gaming, famin, uh, it's delicious. So go Shame. to that link and buy it. Shameless plug yeah. for that before we start this fucking goddamn behemoth of an episode. Yeah, it's going to be, right? Fuck me, dude. I just got back from gaycation <clears throat> in fucking shithole garbage South Carolina. Fuck that. Fuck everyone, everywhere, everything, all the time, ever. Every single human being is a pile of shit that should fucking die, including you. Fuck off. Fuck you, you piece of shit. For sure. That's the name of the fucking segment, and that's what we're going to be doing for the next fucking hour, so get used to it. So, okay, so uh, something I should have asked you off air, but uh, I'm just now thinking to ask, is are your stories like where they're going to flow together real good and they're going to be like a, a saga of sorts? Or are they, are there like clear demarcations where where they they kind of split? Well, I'll tell you, I've got written down one, two, three, four, five, six bullet points. Oh. of shit that just genuinely pissed me the fuck off. There's right. no, there's well, maybe if if I've got forty minutes of shit to complain about, there might be two minutes of like this was kind of cool. 
Oh, okay. Most of everything I have to say about my vacation in garbage shithole fucking dumpster of a human being fucking cesspit retardville South Carolina is mm-hmm. me bitching about okay. uh, the journey to and fro and my experience with the human beings that populate that okay. vicinity. And I wrote them down in chronological order. That's incidental. It doesn't fucking matter. Okay. I'll, I'll Let's bitch uh, until I get blue in the face and then you can interrupt. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was about to say. Let's uh, You rattle off a few and then uh, I'll, I'll interrupt you and then we'll fucking rattle off a few more. Because it seems like you have a lot. I've got a lot to say. All right. Which might come as a shock to all of you. Let's get into it. <laughs> the windbag fat fuck retard that never shuts the fuck up has a lot to say. You ready? I am. My body's ready. So, let's start with the idea of travel. Mm-hmm. Let's go from there. Point A to point <clears throat> B, right? It's a whole- That's travel, yeah. It's a story arc. Sometimes even to point C. You never know uh, where the fucking journey of life will take you. True. Sometimes it takes you to places you love. Sometimes it creates a week of misery. <laughs> what did I experience? Uh, continue to listen and you'll find out. Travel is fucking retarded. Gay, stupid, dumb fuck shit that stupid white bitches post on their Instagram that they love doing. But in reality, they stay in their shitty city because traveling is a fucking hassle and everything about it sucks dick and there's no positives or happiness to be had when it comes to traveling. Right. Because the only happiness you can possibly gleam from any sort of travel is getting back home and being like, oh, great, I'm back in the bed that I like, around the people that I'm used to, and the places and prices of things that I like. Except for traveling to the fart party. That's different. Which which is very fun. What that is, is all of you fucking morons coming home. You're coming home before you even knew this was your to home. fart mouth headquarters yeah right, right. true 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 around people that I just want to make that clarification just as like-minded and hateful and racist and uh yeah. fucked up on substances as you're going to be right that's real exactly cuz we're both we're both drunk right now i don't know if you can tell but yeah i've got <laughs> so much hate in my heart i want to hear it everything. dude i just want to make that small caveat that traveling to the fart party is different than what you're about to say yeah, anything that benefits me in any way, shape, or form is obviously outside of the realm of what I'm about to say. Having fun with a bunch of fucking psychos counts. Also wanted to remind everyone, next week will be the live episode, and it's going to be quite the fucking doozy. If you listen to the show with people who may find some of our content a little fucked up, and you might want them to skip the, the next week's episode, just so you know. Anyone who's throwing that out there. Anyone who's uninitiated to this realm is going to be permanently made retarded by what they hear. Dude, it's going to be It's like the brown note for losing brain cells. Yeah. It's going to be even wilder than the last time. I know it will and uh hell yeah. Everything about anyway. it is going to be crazier and more insane. To your to your story now, I'm sorry. <clears throat> Every single major city in the country can eat my fucking asshole. Yeah. Uh, if you're going to go a far way away, there's no possible option that's good. Right. I've done all the types of traveling you can do, and they all fucking suck dick in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. And none of them are worth it. There's no 
happiness or experiences you can have traveling to a destination that is worth the amount of shit you go through to travel to it. Whether mm -hmm. it's on an airplane, whether it's driving, you take a goddamn boat, a train, yeah. all of it, fucking horrible. So wherever you are, unless you just fucking move somewhere else, stay there and don't fucking go anywhere. Don't, you have all these ideas of like, oh, I'd love to see this or that, the Eiffel Tower. Fuck yourself and die because right. it's not worth it. You are better off fucking shooting heroin into your veins and staying in your goddamn living room because there's nothing good that can possibly come out of going far the fuck away from where you live. Right. Ever. Right. Never ever. Even the best experiences I've had in my life that came from going to another place, mm -hmm. the traveling part of it made it not worth it. Flying a goddamn airplane to Denver, Colorado, fucking sucked dick, and I fucking hated it, and I fucking hate every single fucking person on that fucking plane, mm -hmm. even though I had the best time. Same yeah. thing with Greensboro, North Carolina. I had one of the greatest experiences of my life in that place, but I would have been better off just moving there and fucking staying because traveling to and fro fucking sucks. Yeah. Driving through all these fucking shithole major cities fucking ruined any happiness or joy I could have possibly felt. Yeah. I fucking hate traffic. Yeah. I hate construction. I hate human beings that cut you off. I hate everything about driving any fucking wherever that isn't like right up the fucking road. Yeah. And even then, I'm like, this is a, a poison that I must drink. Right. Fucking hated it. God damn it, dude. Driving through, first of all, hey, shout out Columbia, South Carolina. You're the most garbage fucking city that ever existed. I thought Detroit was bad. I'd rather get shot in Southside Chicago by a gang of fucking, you know, them ones. Because I don't feel like editing this shit. You know what I was thinking. It starts with an N, ends with your whole race sucks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Do you get it? Do you get what I'm saying? Your skin's darker than mine. I don't like you. <laughs> Columbia, South Carolina <laughs> is one of the worst fucking places that ever existed. Mm -hmm. And that's where USC is. It's, it's named after Columbus. That's right. By the way. Who's also a piece of shit. Yep. For different reasons. Yep. I would have rather been raped by Columbus and his whole goddamn ship yeah. than drive through that fucking garbage place. <laughs> yeah. The, the construction on the interstate. Where? Why would you do that? Yeah. Why would you do that? You're a fucking whore. You're a stupid bitch for doing that. Fuck you and your whole goddamn state. Fuck the Carolinas. Fuck the goddamn colonists. I would rather have been born and raised in France where my fucking piece of shit lineage comes from and been around all those stinky, disgusting, armpit, baguette-eating, fucking Eiffel Tower cocksuckers. <laughs> fuck America. Yeah. Fuck the interstate system. Fuck the army for inventing it. I'm not fuck grateful. Fuck Eisenhower. I'm not paying taxes to sit in goddamn traffic. Eat my fucking pussy. Yeah. My boy pussy, to be precise. That yeah, was a reference right. to my asshole. Your pussy, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that was positive about the entire drive was stopping at... Bussies, which is what we now call Bucky's, because yeah. Bucky's fucking rules. That is the one thing America got right. Mm -hmm. It's the one thing that's capitalist driven that is a positive note on this whole goddamn godforsaken piece of shit country is Bussies. Uh -huh. It's the greatest gas station that there ever was. It, it you can't go into a Bussies and be unhappy. It's perfect. Okay. It's okay. perfection. They have everything. And anything you could possibly think of, and it's great, and I love it, 
and that's the only thing I will never talk shit about, including you. <laughs> but the fucking traffic was goddamn horrific, and it made me want to kill myself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Columbia, South Carolina was probably the worst. Or is Columbia in South Carolina or North Carolina? I can't remember. I think it's South Carolina. It doesn't matter because it's garbage. All of them. It's the capital, right? If you are on the coast, kill yourself because it's awful. Everything about it is awful, and I will continue to tell you why. But Asheville, North Carolina, was worse somehow. Even though Columbia, South Carolina is like little Detroit with less interesting or cool people uh, and their traffic sucks dick and everything about the way that they design their roads. And if we're going to talk about roads, we're going to have to circle back to Nashville, Tennessee, the worst fucking place there ever goddamn was when it comes to roads. You had to drive through it? Twice. Oh. There's no way to get from where we are to anywhere that isn't north or west that doesn't involve driving through that goddamn shithole, fuckface, retarded place. Yeah. Goddamn Music City, Music Row, whatever, Dollywood, you can all fuck off and kill yourself. Fuck you. I hate your guts, and you're not worth uh, the spit that I would spit into your goddamn mouth while I'm raping you in the ass. Uh, Yeah, dude, Asheville was fucking terrible. Like, honestly, Nashville sucked the first time. Driving through Nashville, because we had to go through Nashville... And then basically, you know, through fucking uh, Knoxville and all mm-hmm. that shit to get east, mm-hmm. you have to drive through like four or five major cities. We had right. to drive through the mountains, which at least the mountains are scenic and go through a couple of tunnels. Things are fun. It's a nice scenic fucking whatever. It's like, but what that is isn't like, oh, this is amazing. It's like, oh, at least there's something that doesn't make this the worst fucking experience I've ever fucking had. Yeah. Driving through all that shit, just fuck off. And then we get to the fucking, the traffic traffic in Columbia yeah. because of the goddamn construction and this fucking bitch whom, with which my seed gets planted in yeah, is just napping and I'm getting cut off left and right. So the way that I drive is aggressive usually, but right. when there's wall-to-wall traffic, I leave a little bit of space in front of me because... You never know when the retard in front of you is going to go like, oops, I was on Tinder trying to fucking get some dick or whatever and slams on the goddamn brakes. So I leave a little bit of space so that I have a comfortable amount of space to break whenever they slam on theirs. And people just constantly like, bro, you're in fucking wall-to-wall traffic because of construction. It's not like the right lane or the left lane is closed up ahead. Stop changing lanes and just shut the fuck up and sit where you are. Right. You're not you're not going to save any time. You may be four cars ahead of me now because you cut me the fuck off, but in reality, I'm going to pass you in 30 minutes when we get past this shit because I go 90 everywhere the, where the fuck I go. All right? Like you're not helping the situation. You're pissing me off and you make me want to fucking murder you. So, anyway, yeah. traffic bad. That's my point. And then we get there. Okay. We get there. Finally. Oh, take a nice sigh of relief. 12 hours on the fucking road because it's a nine and a half hour drive and everybody has to piss and snack and right, this right, and that right. and bullshit, fucking whatever. Spend half an hour every time we stop because there's four people and blah, blah, blah. Right. We finally get there. And 
you know, I have a lot of other shit to say between that and what I said now, but it's $10 material. I'm sorry. I can't air out all of my grievances personally on the main show. Right. So we'll skip forward. And to the fact that everything in a destination place is too goddamn motherfucking expensive. Mm -hmm. Okay? So everything, everywhere is way more than it should be. I'm used to where we live. Mm -hmm. In bumfuck nowhere where a goddamn t-shirt's $10. There's no... Dude, try as hard as you possibly can the next time you go to the downtown area of our city and find a place that costs money to park. Right. Find it. Find it and tell me where it is so that I can shame them into making it free. Because no matter where you park in this fucking shithole that they call Charleston, mm-hmm. it's 20 fucking dollars. Oh. It's not, hey... Two, three, five bucks. You know, we've been to fucking concerts. We know what it's like to pay $5 to park your goddamn car for the duration of the goddamn shit fucking thing you're doing. Yeah. Everywhere you go in a destination city like Charleston, it's 20 fucking dollars to park. Mm -hmm. The most I paid was 30. God damn. I spent, and I'll, I'll continue to bitch about how much money I spent in, in future things, but God damn it. I mean, 20 bucks here, 30 bucks there, it adds up. I spent probably two to $500 on parking. Oh. On parking the car in a place. Right. I pull into a place, I stop the car, $30 magically disappears probably eight or nine times. Yeah, capitalism knows no bounds, bro. I need to like own a goddamn parking lot and yeah. charge people because it, it's not like they're like- yeah. Fucking the Bellagio, you get a blowjob when you get out of your car. You park your car in a goddamn gravel lot that hasn't had any maintenance done to it in six fucking years. Right. You're driving through potholes and parking next to a goddamn seagull shitting all over your car. It's not like it's like a beautiful, magnificent parking. Right. You're not getting anything for your money except for a space to park your car. That's literally it. The least I paid for parking the entire trip was $12 to park inside of a goddamn parking garage on the fourth floor where their fucking elevator was broken. So I'm down four, up four flights of stairs to go to an aquarium that has 14 fish in it and a bunch of goddamn snot-nosed cocksucker brats fucking running in front of me and shit. Fuck you. Parking sucked. However, I will say talked about it before unashamedly that capitalism has driven me to the dark side yeah of uh corporate fuckery mm-hmm. and i would say i i really stimulated that, that wonderful side of shoplifting <laughs> oh yeah i stole a lot <laughs> We both stole a lot of shit while we were really? in Charles. Oh, dude, there's so much shit that just magically appeared in my pocket. Huh. Like old school Wait, shoplifting. My my gift? Did that was that stolen? No, I paid for that. Oh. Okay. If it was small enough to fit in my pocket or in a place that's easily concealable or whatever, dude, I stole so much shit. These gift shops make so much money off of people mm-hmm. charging ten dollars for a fucking beer koozie like and shit. Sand dollar. Sand dollar, eight bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. bullshit like that. Like, I I brought back souvenirs for a bunch of people at work. I didn't pay a penny for a single fucking one. Wow, nice. If you got a souvenir from me and you are a coworker, guess what? That shit was free as fuck. If it was a magnet, if it was a goddamn 
I on the on the free show I can't tell this story, but there's something else that I shoplifted that costs like twenty bucks that like I am as much of a piece of shit as I am, there's certain aspects in my life where I am such a good person that Mm -hmm. when I tell you this, you're gonna think I'm a goddamn angel. Mm -hmm. Okay. But I can't let this information ever, 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 ever reach the ears of the woman with Uh, which I have planted my seed. Right, right, right. Not that we're having a child. I'm just saying I come inside of her a lot. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I mean when I say that. Just to translate a little for you. But yeah, I shoplifted a lot because everything was so expensive. Right. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to pay $25 for your stupid fucking t-shirt, but I'm putting a $10 magnet and a goddamn $8 fucking, you know... Uh, keychain or whatever in my right, pocket. Right. Fuck you. Yeah. Like the profit margin that y'all are pulling, you can suck every inch of my asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck those places, man. A lot of tourist trap. Away. Tourist trap places. Yeah. Yeah. And to like put a little bow on my section, and I'll concede to you and let you tell your story. Everything. Everything. Mm-hmm. Everything smelled fucking terrible. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. bro. Like I grew up. In Michigan, on lakes and rivers mm-hmm. and creeks and shit. Yeah, I played in the woods my whole life. The only time you ever came across something that stunk is when somebody, some deer died or a fucking right. fish flopped on Something's shore. Something's dead, yeah, because it yeah. drank too much goddamn tar or something. Yeah, right. Every square inch of that place smelled like fucking ass, bro. Yeah, Charleston, South Carolina smells like shit everywhere you go. Every fucking where you go, it smelled yeah. fucking terrible. Um, well, I, uh, I did find out that Columbia, South Carolina is the capital. I was correct about that. Nice. Um, but whenever I went to my incognito browser, uh, I did happen to, uh, see that there are way more videos or, and videos and pictures of Jessica Chastain nude than I previously thought. Nice. So I was a bit distracted maybe <laughs> 15 minutes ago during the beginning of your story <laughs> because right after you said Columbia, I searched it and I was still in my incognito browser. And then I I hit the back button because I was like, I might want to revisit this Jessica Chastain thing later. And I, I hit the back button twice. And then it somehow like, you know how it just glitches and sends you way down the page? Yeah. It did that. Uh, and I saw, oh, wait, there was gold in them there hills way below jihad. where I, yeah, whatever the nude celebrity AZ.com or whatever yeah. I was on in my incognito Celebrity Jihad is a pretty good source of all that shit. I've heard that, yeah. But there was even way better ones that are full frontal nude of Jessica Chastain. I think the greatest Noice. thing that I've gleaned from that is that I have turned you on to incognito browsing. Because you have, if you really follow the storyline of this fucking retarded podcast and you're into lore, there was like, I mean, like four weeks ago, you didn't even know what the fuck incognito I didn't know what was it about. meant really. Like I knew it was <laughs> something to do with that, but I never really like thought about it hard. And then you, you turned me on to it, dude. So I love turning you on. Yeah. Thank you. To uh, things. To things. I'm my, okay. my fuck you, you piece of shit is, uh. Pretty straightforward, and I, I've complained about similar things before, but this week it just really fucking riled me up. Stuck in your craw. Fuck you, you piece of shit. Childish managers. Mm-hmm. That's my that's my thing. So uh, last time I complained about a work thing, it was my direct boss, my boss. Um, mm-hmm. He has since completely changed his tune. The dude He's, who's bent on ruining your life. 
Well, yeah, the uh, you the, could say Benton ruining the, your life. Yeah, uh, he he has completely changed the tune. He realized he was making me feel it underappreciated, and he uh, he came back and apologized a couple of times. That's and nice. since then, he's actually made the action of not uh, fucking with me about anything. And uh, in fact, he's gone the opposite way. And uh, recently, this week, uh, I... What a manly thing to do. I know, right? To see the error of your ways and to adjust. He actually adjusted. That's a man thing. Yeah, he really did. That's a manly man thing because women don't do that. And this this story is proof that he totally adjusted. So he sets things up on Adobe Illustrator, and then he sends them out to this other computer that I then pick them up on, put them into our program to print them, right? Right. He sent over this artwork that he got done. I put it into my thing. I naively did not print out the official artwork, the approved by the customer artwork, uh, to compare what he had sent me to. I just kind of trusted him, thought it would, thought it was right. And on his screen, it was right. Mm. But the there's a gas station company that is headquartered pretty close to here. And uh, they don't pay their employees worth a shit because my old roommate used to work there and he left because they didn't pay him worth the shit. So I know they're not paying their graphic designers worth the shit. So their graphic designers like to put a lot of like ghost images and a lot of weird shit into their Adobe Illustrator files to make it look right. But then if you are on the production side of that file, that's not going to look right. That's right. not going to print correctly, right? Because it's a whole bunch of like arranged to the front and a bunch of shit like mm. that that makes it look correct. But if you try to print that, it's not going to work. So I tried to print it. Didn't have the original artwork. So I didn't see that there's supposed to be a wood grain effect over this this whole thing. It's now like, I an, know or- which gas station it's it like an orange thing. And then it's like a, a wood grain yellow behind it. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't know about the wood grain yellow, and I didn't print the artwork out to fucking figure it out. <laughs> so my dumbass printed that whole giant logo onto two pieces of metal. Uh, so relatively cheap. It's not like plastic. It's not like really expensive, but still a costly mistake in like in, as far as like time, because mm-hmm. someone else routed it out, and so it's a, a couple of different people, a couple of hours. Right is is what was wasted and two pieces of metal, uh. So it was fucked up, couldn't be used. Uh, somehow the big boss man got uh not Gale but the other one mm-hmm. got a hold of this information. He sent an angry email Ooh. to the entire computer room where I work, and it was like and not are, to the customer. Are you guys you shitty artwork? Are you guys not checking uh your uh, your prints before you print them, blah, blah, blah. Just really mean, shitty, like mean-spirited shit. Uh, clearly reactive. Clearly this was written 30 seconds after he found out. Uh, and he he didn't think through his response. He just fucking angrily emailed. Mm-hmm. And uh, so my direct boss was kind of pissed off about that. He's like, you know, we get 99% of shit right. And there was no way for me to know before I sent it over to the printer thing, dude. As far as our that this was wrong, listeners know all you guys do is fuck up because you never tell success <laughs> right. stories. It's like, well, we fucked up another thing that cost us well like because three hours of extra because ninety nine percent of the time everything goes smooth yeah, because we have fun, our process down. That's not the fun part of it, right? Exactly. That's not the story worthy part of it. Uh, 
So anyway, the big boss sends an angry email. I see the email. I wasn't, honestly, usually that shit sets me off. I wasn't set off. As as soon as I read it, I was like, oh, he's being a reactionary prick. <laughs> he He only, he's only thinking about this one thing we fucked up and not the 99 things that we've gotten right since the last time we fucked up. So, uh, he not only sent that angry email, but then the next day, so this is the day after he sends the email. Did that, anyone reply or did everyone no, just No, 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 no. Everyone, yeah, everyone just ignored it. Uh, everyone read it and was like, dude, fuck you, man. We get most shit right. Fuck you. And, uh, and then the next day, he, uh, they have their little meeting, right? And they have the, the meeting of all the lead men or lead people, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, with the big bosses, Gail and this other guy. Uh, we'll call him Babyface. So <laughs> Babyface, uh, fucking, he's all mad. He's the one that sent the email. He's all mad. And uh, in, the, in the meeting, he, now, now, hold on. The, this is for a car wash that is attached to the gas station, right? right? So most of it, most of what we printed was this like bubble pattern. Mm-hmm. And then the logo itself went over the bubble pattern and has the wood grain and the logo and all the shit. So the bubble pattern, we printed fine. It looks exactly like they wanted it to look. The dude who works under Gale went and surveyed this rooftop that we're putting this shit on. He fucked up by the tune of 52 inches. Wow. Which is a lot. That's very significant. One or two inches. Okay, you're measuring with a tape measure around a roof. Okay, that's, you know, forgivable. And we would have accounted for that error, by the way. But no, not 52 fucking inches. Four and a half fucking feet. Yeah, not 52 goddamn inches. So he fucked up the survey. So we didn't print enough stuff for to fill the whole roof. So we had to reprint some stuff, like some pieces to put in to make it look right. So the the big boss man starts the meeting out by degrading my direct boss. And he says, how are we going to fix this? These this piece is missing. And then my direct boss says, whoa, 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 wait a minute. I didn't do that. That part's not on me. The part that's on me is the design of the logo without the wood grain. That's the part that I, you know, my department messed up on, which actually was me, literally me, Jake News. Fuck that part up because I should have had the artwork out there with me. I knew I should have had the artwork out there with me, but it was a piece of metal. I just figured, you know, this is a cheap ass piece of metal. Doesn't matter. I'm sure he did his due diligence to make sure it's right. And he did. There was no way for him to know it wasn't going to work. I should have caught that. And then the router guy who cut the shit out, he should have caught it too. And he admitted as much, but he had the artwork laying on the router table as it was routing, and he didn't even notice because mm. it's just a minor design detail, right? right? Anyway, Big Boss Man first starts to try to blame my boss for something that's not on him. It's actually Gail's underling. Ooh. Guess who didn't get an angry email about anything? Of course. Gail. Because he's the right-hand man of Babyface, right? Right. So he's never going to get an angry email about anything. 
Uh, and no one's ever going to know if he ever gets a talking to about anything, unlike my direct boss, who gets a talking to in front of an audience, because that's how the big, the, the GM and babyface and the uh, production manager, Gail, like to handle things. They like to do things in front of an audience to embarrass you, mm. uh, like old school shit, like it's Mad Men days. What a bunch of pathetic fucking... It's, like all of this shit could have been fixed without killing morale Mm -hmm. without everyone else seeing that you're a piece of shit still you know so anyway babyface then goes on to huff and puff during the entire meeting every time my direct boss says anything (laughs) anytime he chimes in babyface huffs and puffs and sighs really loudly (sighs) yeah like a one of two things like a woman mm-hmm. or like a child. Mm-hmm. Those are the only two other people. Which are basically the same thing. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, same mentality. Yeah. So uh, uh, fucking baby face is acting like a woman child in the fucking meeting. Everyone else sees how baby face is acting. This is doing nothing for his image among his employees, doing nothing for morale, doing nothing for like how everyone just generally sees him as a boss. Mm -hmm. Like, you're supposed to be strong. Mm -hmm. You're not supposed to be, like, acting like a fucking bitch. Like a little bitch. Like, also, let alone that we get 99% of shit right, and this doesn't happen. Like, not only is there that, that we get everything right except this one fucking thing, and that's the thing you're making a big baby bitch deal about, but fucking Gail fucked it up, too. If my boss, who literally didn't fuck anything up and it was actually my fault, if he gets blamed for that, why doesn't Gail get a fucking talking to during the meeting? Yeah. Now, here's the clinker. The real clinker for me. I went and hung out with my buddy Adam this weekend. And uh, we're, we're, we're doing a project together that I won't say on the main episode because <laughs> uh, it implicates me in crimes. Sure. But... Uh, <laughs> but uh, I went over to Adam's house. We're hanging out. Just a and, little gardening. And yeah, just a little, yeah, just a little green thumb shit. But uh, so that makes it sound like we're growing weed and we're not growing weed. Definitely I promise. Not weed. Uh, so anyway, so uh, that's too hard. <laughs> growing weed's actually really difficult to do. The I would not be doing that. Way not as good. Yeah, no, no, no. So anyway, so me and me and, uh, and Adam are hanging out and he used to work where I work. Mm-hmm. He now works at the uh, competitor. competitor shop, right? He He tells me, about one time when he was uh, uh, he had a similar thing happen with the big boss man who was angry at him over some shit and uh, it was Gail's fault completely a thing that was completely Gail's fault got pinned on him though because he's the paint shop guy or whatever and it was a paint issue and Gail would bring up in the meeting well this thing is wrong blah 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 Adam says at his new place, he painted an entire job wrong. Just, I mean, he 99% of the time he gets it right. Mm-hmm. He, he just conflated two jobs, painted an entire job wrong. Like $1,000 down the drain worth of paint and time and everything. His boss, his new boss, who is a fucking saint, sounds like anyway, to hear Adam tell it, mm-hmm. fucking walks up to him and he's like, Dude, shit happens, man. He's like, you know, you all you always get it right. This time you got it wrong. Shit happens. Right. And patted him on the back and laughed. Right? And because then he probably looked at it and goes, if this was right, I mean, shit, it looks fucking good. Well, it's wrong. Yeah, exactly. Because then he goes, 
dude, just paint the right color on top of it. No one will ever know. And it'll be good. This was your base layer. Not a big deal, which you're actually not supposed to do, but <laughs> because you it, technically flakes off. Yeah, yeah. Right. Because you have primer, then paint, then paint. So it's not, it's not the worst thing and it'd probably be fine and it probably will be fine. But this guy who is, okay, here's, here's, oh, God damn it. I want to get into the fucking deep weeds on this, but I won't. <laughs> so this guy, let's call him, what's an S name? A good S name. Sam. Stan. What? Stan. Stan. That's better. Stan is Adam's new boss. Stan says that it's fine. Whatever. Stan built his business from the ground up, lived at his shop with his wife for a year before they made enough money to move out of the shop. Damn. And he tells Adam, not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Right? Gail and Babyface just suck the owners were up. handed their positions by a man mm-hmm. who did what fucking Stan did. So they are way more entitled, way more shitty about everything, Mm -hmm. just can't handle their shit. They're women about it. They're fucking literal women about it. So that tells me everything I need to know. Everything I need to know about them. That right there, that talking to Adam, that conversation was like, oh, they're also, what's hilarious, they're Republican as fuck. But they're acting liberal as fuck. They're acting like some pink-haired, fucking <laughs> commie, pinko piece of shit liberals yeah. in everything they do. What they are is they're like the guy that drives the jacked-up truck that was bought with daddy's money. Like, That's exactly right, You dude. scratch my pain, you fucking- Exactly, dude. And they yeah. complain about everything. Mm-hmm. Whereas Stan, if his truck were to have a little something happen to it, he would just fix it himself. Right. And be like, ah, not a huge deal. Just a just a fucking yeah. little ding. I'm not going to try to ruin your life over a simple mistake. Exactly. An honest mistake, by the way. Yeah. By people who generally don't make that mistake and generally account for it, and this one just slipped through the cracks. And also, by the way, <coughs> have made you so much fucking money. An incredible amount of money. Like a ridiculous amount. You know what's also very funny is the Stan's shop, who has half the production staff because Stan values his employees and pays them correctly and keeps them around really well and doesn't chase them off with a fucking Gestapo of Gale. He doesn't have that. He doesn't even have that position at his shop. Everyone stays there for years and years and years, makes him loads of money. He made, I shouldn't say numbers, but he made... 100% 100% of the money last year, mm-hmm. whereas our shop made 60% of what he made oh. and has double the production staff yeah. because they don't keep good people around. They chase them away with Gail micromanaging them every fucking step of the way. And then they also just instituted a quality control procedure that has literally just drained money. Only drain money because of their adversarial relationship they've created between the employees and them. This quality control person started just rejecting everything that wasn't 100% perfect, even though it would have gone before her position was created. To, because she's so scared of them because of the adversarial relationship. Right. Their managerial style has cost them way more money than me fucking up that same job a hundred times. Right. 
So it's very funny to me now. Yeah, that- not not to mention that whole salary for that position that's they're paying that person to cost them more yeah. money. Yeah. So it's all been blind just aggression from me for the last like two years of of this whole thing happening around me. I've just mm-hmm. been blindly I can't articulate why it makes me so fucking mad. I needed the example of Stan's shop to to show me that oh that's how it's supposed to be right. that's how this place could be and should be and is supposed to be but will never be with these two pieces of shit at the helm right. who only sucked the owner's dick enough to get their positions mm-hmm. who didn't actually work for it uh, clearly because they don't do any work now right. Stan actually goes out and works. He actually, like uh, uh, Adam said, he came in one morning at eight o'clock and Stan is in his paint booth painting shit. And he was like, Stan, what the fuck are you doing, man? Like, like, let me do this. I'm Mm -hmm. your painter, man. And he was like, dude, I didn't want to have you come in early just to paint these couple of things. Gail would have had someone either stay late or come in early to paint those couple of things. He would have never done it. It made you feel like a piece of shit if you even felt like you shouldn't. Yep. Exactly. And probably made you feel like shit on top of if you had come in early. Yeah. You know? And why didn't you do more? Exactly. Like you could have got more done. Blah blah blah. Whatever. So yeah. it just I needed I, I realize I've bitched a lot just kind of blindly and aggressively about where I work. And now it's kind of come full circle that I've seen how it could go. Yeah. Well, you know, I I've always felt hearing your stories that it's like, man, I'm so fortunate to work at a place that even though it has a lot of flaws, those right. flaws don't really directly like harm hardworking good right, yeah. Employees, essentially. And, you know, occasionally it does, but it's like it's just part of the business. It's part right. of being at a nonprofit. It's this, right. it's that. Like it's just circumstances that are outside of our control Mm -hmm. it's never really like there's a dictatorial cocksucker at the helm that's causing directly causing harm to people right which it would probably be unfair to me to use this exam this recent example as Mm -hmm. a as a you know a thing but it's just like it's bothered me a lot since i got back that like i don't know just to kind of skip ahead and draw a parallel it's yeah go ahead yeah this whole review process. Oh, yeah. I yeah, kind of yeah. talked about it before. And essentially, because, and I'll give them as much charity as I possibly can, because our HR team is small. Yeah. And there's they're under just as much. Are you going to piss in a bottle too? I am, yes. <laughs> Fill her up, dude. <laughs> uh, just, they're under probably just as much pressure as I am right. to service such a wide audience and variety of people that it it's hard to get the amount of shit done that you really need to in a certain amount of time. So right. everywhere you've ever worked, the way it works, you start, let's say you started on December 1st, your annual, which means yearly, review yeah. happens the next December 1st. That's yeah. the way it used to work, but our HR department couldn't keep up with it. They were, <coughs> let's just say, incapable. <laughs> Of keeping up with it. Whether yeah. that's because they're incompetent or because the workload is yeah. incommensurate with human capabilities. Right. You're not commenting on that. Right. I'm just saying second. the fact is they could not keep up with it. They were incapable 
of managing it in a way that kept people from going literally years without getting their annual review. I know several people that worked there for three years and didn't get their annual, which means every year, review for three years, which means they didn't get a raise. Yeah, I like the clarification, (laughs) which means every year. Yeah. It's in the title, you fucks. To remind you, if you started a place one year later, your annual review is due. But some people went three years without one, which meant they meant that they went three years without a raise. Now, to their credit, when they finally did give them the review and they gave them the three raises they were due, they backdated them. So they got a lump sum of all that money they were owed, to be fair. But it's like, I really could have used that money when the bills were due. I really right. could have used that money when my rent went up. Like, that shit doesn't make up for the fact that they were fucked for two years and a half, whatever the fuck. But I digress. Here we are. We have a new policy. The new policy is, regardless of when you started, your annual review falls in a particular month based on what level you're at. If you're a part-time employee, it's in June. If you're or uh, May... If you're a full-time hourly employee, it's in June. If you're uh, a salaried employee, it's in July. That's just the way it works now. So I got my last review in December because I started in December, hence the example. I got a hefty raise. I got a a promotion, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And then this whole new annual review process drops, and everybody's got to get all these reviews done in May, June, and July. Okay. So I got my review in July. I got a meager bump with that was prorated to six months because it wasn't a full year since my last raise. I, I, by the way, designed and created and programmed a calculator that can, that can calculate these prorated amounts mm-hmm. using the month that you enter the last time they got a raise, you enter the time that it becomes effective, what they made okay. before, what percentage you're giving them, and it spits out a number that tells you how much money you should give them. And it was like, you know, a week's worth of work that I put into this calculator to make this shitty retarded process that they developed because they are incompetent. Not that I'm saying that they are. Too incompetent to keep up with this whole rolling system that everywhere else uses. Right. So July hits. I got my review. Everything was cool. I just recently hired a new guy. Mm -hmm. He's only been there a month. Literally started June 1st. Yeah. So I do the way that this review process works now is all of the criteria that hits it's like 30 questions mm-hmm. plus goals and you have to self reflect you have to answer those questions yourself how you feel you did did you meet right. expectations did you fall short did you exceed you have to go through and self reflect on all of that shit and then your manager looks at it and they give their two cents on mm-hmm. all that shit. Every single of these 30 things has a comment box and a one through four rating. Okay. And you have to submit that. And then once you submit it, it goes to the head of HR and the head of HR reviews it, looks at it and decides if that's good enough. Mm-hmm. If it's not good enough, they reject it. It goes back to you and you have to fix what they say that you didn't do well enough on as far as your self-evaluation or the manager's input. Mm-hmm. So, because my guy's only been there for a month, he didn't have a whole lot of shit to self-reflect upon. He's still right. learning the right. job. <laughs> yeah. So when he did his self-reflection, if he didn't feel like there was anything to say yet, 
he would just check the whatever box he felt like he fit into out of the one through four and then no comment because he hasn't had the opportunity to do right. enough to say that he has any experience doing that thing here. Of course. So when he did that, I was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense to me. You haven't been here long enough. But the ones that out of the 30, he commented on like 12 of them. And I was like, this is acceptable. So right. I commented back and gave him what I felt he was rated and mm -hmm. submitted it. That was like the second week of July. Okay. Like the beginning of the second week of July. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went on vacation the last week of July. Mm -hmm. It, when we both submitted our shit, it took HR a week to review it and mm -hmm. then reject it and then go back to him because he didn't fill out comments in every single of the 30 boxes. So Come on, man. I was like, whatever, you know, he's only been here a month, but fuck you. I said, hey, man, feel free to go use ChatGPT and just fill out bullshit. It, like, I don't give a fuck, man. Like, this is stupid. Next year, I'll hold you to a higher standard. Yeah, it's as bureaucratic as this... bullshit at this point. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. Let's just fucking get this shit done with and move on. Because, right. yeah, I'm going to give you like a 3.5% raise, but it's going to be like $200 a year because you've only been here a month. It's prorated. Right, right. So he goes through. Well, that week was the last week before I went on vacation. The third week of July... It was actually the end of the second week. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm mixing up my timelines. It's okay. She yeah. rejected it at the end of the second week of July. So that was Friday. Right. We come in Monday. I'm like, all right, I've got five days yeah. to get as much work done as I possibly can to set you up for success for this entire eight and a half plus days that I'm going to be gone. Right, right. Because I was gone the last week of July plus that Monday, the 31st. Yeah. So I was like, let's get as much done as we can. And when you have time- like finish this self-reflection shit so mm -hmm. that by Friday I can, you know, fill in my end of it, submit it, get it approved. And then we can do, you have, to, so the next step is it goes uh, self-reflection, manager input, and then uh, you have to schedule a one-on-one -on -one to discuss that shit. <laughs> but that's basically irrelevant because like right. my manager scheduled our one-on-one -on -one and we, she was like, you read everything I said? I said, yeah. She's like, you're okay with all that? I said, sure, whatever. She's like, okay, then we'll just move on. Call it, yeah. So after that, after the one-on-one, -on -one, you have to push it, physically click a button to push it to the next step. Mm -hmm. And then the next step, the manager has to then acknowledge that everything was good. Right. Check a box. So it's all recorded. Right. Yeah, yeah, Check yeah. a box, hit I acknowledge, and it's done. Okay. I didn't exactly know that part about the check a box and hit I acknowledge. So, uh, because HR took so fucking long to push our shit through to the next step, I had to, while I'm sitting on the fucking beach, on my phone, go through and type a bunch of dumb bullshit in, go through, yeah. hit submit, and then schedule our one-on-one -on -one for that Friday while I'm still on vacation. Mm -hmm. And then I just texted him. I was like, you read everything I said. You're cool with it all. It all makes sense. Word. All right. We'll just schedule the one-on-one. -on -one. We'll say we did it. And then we'll push it through to the to the mm -hmm. end and right, just right. move on. Because you've been here a month. Who gives a fuck? Right. You know, I feel like you're doing a good job. Uh, that obviously is reflected in the fucking thing. So let's just move on. So right. we did that. And then uh, my boss texts me. Well, I'm still on vacation and it's like, you got to make sure that you get this one-on-one -on -one thing done. I'm like, yeah, I already fucking, you know, I did the thing. It's whatever. It's fine. Whatever. 
So then I come back, you know, I'm off Monday. Mm-hmm. I come back Tuesday, August 1st, and I start working. I get through my day. I'm catching up on all my emails, all the shit I missed. Hundreds, by the way, 200 plus emails mm-hmm. that I was, God damn. 200 plus. Most of which I have to respond in some way, shape, or form. Right. It was yeah. like I had so much shit to catch up on. God damn. All the shit that like he tried to fix while I was gone but wasn't able to because he didn't have access or the, like the right, training right. or knowledge. I had to fix all that. So then 2 o'clock rolls around. I go to my one-on-one with my boss, and my boss is like, you know, we do our normal thing, and then she gets to the end, and I can tell she's uncomfortable with what oh, she's about to no. say. And basically, to, to sum it up as quickly as I can, she's like, uh, so with your guys one on one or your your guys review like, uh, what what's what where are we at on that? And I was like, it's done. Like I scheduled his one on one for yesterday. We finished it. I clicked the button and it moved on, and everything should be good. She's like, well, did you acknowledge? And I was like, I don't know. What are you talking about? She's like, well, after you submit it, oh my god, after the one on one, you push it to the next step, and then you have to check a box and hit I acknowledge. I was like, well, I, I don't know. I was still on vacation, so I didn't see that, but I can go do that. Like, I can do it on my phone right now. Like, it's no big deal. She's like, well, it was supposed to be done yesterday. I was like, okay, well, I'm sorry, but uh, I was on vacation. And she was just like, well, like, the head of HR said at the beginning of this whole process that if anybody doesn't complete it by the you know by the deadline of July 31st that they're going to have to be written up and i was just oh like oh my god i was just like okay okay write me up bitch write me up over this tiny fucking technicality i was just like okay and and she's like well now she's going to have to give her board report next month and she's going to have to tell them that it wasn't all completed on time and i was like What's your fucking point? I was like, what? What's? What do you? What? She's like, well, you were the only one that didn't get it completed on time. I said, I was on vacation. I said it was. I I took time out of my vacation on the fucking beach to actually get it done on time. And you're telling me because I didn't check a box and hit I acknowledge that I'm now in trouble because of the HR software we happen to have purchased, dude. I said that's the same bullshit I'm dealing with. Basically, I'm I'm like I see why you made the parallel. Yeah, it's like I God was like, damn it. So you're so I'm I, what you're saying is I'm potentially going to be written up when I I completed his shit and it took the exact same person that's about to potentially write me up for it. It took them a week to reject his shit, right? knowing that I was going to be gone the entire last week of July. You're telling me that person is going to be shitty with me and potentially write me up because I didn't check a box and hit submit on something when it took her a full fucking week to decide that what we submitted the first time wasn't good enough. Right. So, like, that's what I'm in trouble for? And she's like, well, I mean... I asked her what I should do about it, and she didn't reply because she's on vacation now. I said, how fucking convenient. Are you fucking kidding me? I said, how fucking convenient that she won't reply to you about what you should do about it because she's on vacation right now. Even though I took the time out of my fucking vacation that I spent almost two fucking thousand dollars on to go and actually relax, but I have to work because that stupid fucking bitch decided to wait an entire week to reject our shit. How convenient that she's not getting written up for it. 
Yeah, I'm the one that's catching the shit because her fucking ADHD retarded ass can't focus on one task long enough to do people's reviews when they're supposed to be fucking done. Because my review should have been done in December of this year. My guy, I almost said his name, his review should be done next fucking June. But I have to do his review a month, his annual motherfucking annual, which means, hey, every year I have to do his annual review a month after he started. How the fuck does that make sense? And she's like, it doesn't. And I was like, okay, so then when I tell you- I So then why the fuck are you treating me like this? That's what I would have, I would have immediately been like, then why are you being a fucking nervous Nelly about this right now to my face and acting all uncomfortable? Why aren't you on my side right now? Well, I'll tell you what I said. And I said, well, then you understand when I tell you that I don't give a fuck why I don't give a fuck, right? She's like, yeah, I get it. I was like, okay, so when I say out loud to you on the record, I don't give a fuck- it's because I don't give a fuck. It's not my fault. Dude, that's bullshit. And if anyone thinks it is, then I'll just refer them back to the fucking paper trail that shows you that it's her fault that all of this is because she's incompetent and can't do her fucking job on time and is never held accountable. She for expects it. other people to do their fucking job on time, but she can't do her job on time. I said, when's the last time that she got written up? any of this when's the last time tractor faggot who's at his level yeah or at, her, at the same level as her when's the last time he got written up because we have quarterly bonuses and because of his incompetence these people that hit these high ass fucking sales numbers didn't get their bonus until two fucking months after the quarter ended when they're two months into the next quarter they didn't get their bonus until two months later because he's too fucking stupid to type some numbers into a spreadsheet. When did he get written up for that? When is anybody above my level ever held accountable for the shit that they get wrong? Oh, just my level and below? Okay, so then when I tell you I don't give a fuck, you can take that to the CEO and you can quote me and then you can bring her in here and I can tell her to her face, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'll Write let, me up, you stupid fucking cunt. You yeah. goddamn Hillary Clinton looking ass bitch. Let me Write ex- me the fuck yeah. up. Let me explain how fucking the levels, just the fucking layers of bullshit that are stacked on top of each other. I don't have to show you my body of work because it speaks for itself. I I don't have to show you all the shit that I've done, all the backbreaking, painstaking, intellectually challenging work that I've done for this company and organization that has benefited it 20-fold when Tractor Faggot makes more money than me and has done nothing but hurt the fucking organization. Right, right. Yet he continues to never get fucking held accountable for right, his bullshit. Right. When the head of HR is so incompetent, she can't do her fucking job, so she has to make 350 people change the way they do things because she can't fucking do her job. Right. Because she can't focus on a task long enough to get it done. Right. Everybody has to change the way that they do shit and the way that their finances and life is organized because she's too fucking incompetent to do her job correctly. Let that speak for itself. Hold them accountable. But you're going to write me up because I didn't check a box and hit submit 12 hours ago. Right. Because I did it right now instead of 12 hours ago and because it's going to scar her ego when she stands in front of the unpaid board of directors who are a bunch of geriatric 
worthless rich people fucking right? pieces of shit yes yeah just rich people yeah people that are there to schmooze and eat free exactly. food exactly who just sit at their house and do nothing she's otherwise gonna have to, she's gonna have to hold her hat between her legs and go well one person was 12 hours late because and she could easily just say because he was on vacation and it took him a little long. He was 12 hours late because, because he was the on vacation. He was reviewing has been here for a fucking month and he's doing his annual review because I'm too fucking incompetent to create a process that actually works. I have yeah. to inconvenience 350 people with this stupid made up bullshit process that no company on earth follows. I right. invented this retarded made to fail system. That everyone else is inconvenienced to do because I suck at my job. Yeah. This one person was 12 hours late well, while he was on vacation. If you're going to set the fucking deadline, if you're the one that set the deadline, then surely the argument of I was not fucking here should work for give me 12 hours, you who, dumb cunt. Who, by the way, while she was wasting time not rejecting his review when it was submitted yeah asking me to do favors for her and i was <laughs> gladly gladly going wow. out of my way taking time out of my day to do things for her that had nothing to do with work well the the technicality of the 12 hours i feel like should be overshadowed and easily explained by the technicality of i wasn't there one I wasn't contractually obligated to do any work. Two. And three, the motherfucker's only been there a month. So an annual review doesn't exactly make any goddamn sense in the first place. How about that for a fucking technicality, you dumb cunt? Nothing about How about you stop pressuring other people who are above you, right? Your boss is above the head of HR, right? They're on the same level. Oh, okay. Well, how about you stop pressuring the people that are on the same level as you into being uncomfortable around her employees to, in a fucking meeting, that part would have pissed me off. Because the, the it, fact that my uh, boss felt pressured and was was socially awkward for a minute because of this weird technicality that this other bitch made up, I would have been, personally, that would have set me off. Like, wait, why are you worried about this? You're on the same level as her, and we have all of these facts on our side. Because, Why are you worried about it? Because she's forced now to chastise me for something that she knows is bullshit, that she knows I'm one of the only people in the entire company that's competent at my fucking job that is actually effective, that it's it could potentially negatively impact me at my next review when I she knows I need... I've always gotten stellar fucking results right, for right, my reviews right. because I am by far the most, like her and I are neck and neck for the most competent, like she is the next CEO. Right. That's how fucking solid she is at her job. That our CEO is going to retire in five years and she is given that position because of how brilliant and effective she is. My boss is fucking amazing. It's like she's not job. even a woman. Exactly. Right. I yeah. mean, <laughs> she's got a man brain. I'm positive of it. But she's she sucks so cock like a champ, probably because probably of her man so. brain. <laughs> she looks like a fucking Gringotts goblin. I'd never want to picture that. But I think being that ugly made her so good at. Is her she job. Jewish? <laughs> she looks like it, hook nose and all, bro. She looks like it. 
She's either a witch or a Jew. I don't know if there's a difference. Oh, yeah. but She's made some deals with the devil to have the brain she has. She's so fucking God good at damn, her job. That's so funny. But we're neck and neck for as good as we are at our fucking jobs, nice. which is so far above everyone else. Yeah, yeah, right. It's right. like her and me neck and neck, and then like five fucking layers below yeah. is the next best person. That's the thing that they don't understand is like- Like upper management just is so far removed, especially like my bosses I've described are so far removed from what the average employee goes through in a day, so far removed from it that they don't even like they're on a whole nother weird level of like. We're only thinking about the money and not the actual manual labor or the actual steps human you guys go through for this. They're just like so oblivious that they're they're not they're no longer making informed decisions about the business. Right. And it, it shows in like anytime anybody has an idea, these two pieces of shit, which you probably have a similar situation, these two pieces of shit will not hear it. They will not hear it, even though it's clearly a good solution. Their egos will not let them accept someone else's solution mm-hmm. until two weeks later when they forget that it was someone else's solution and they think of it on their own and then they bring it back up in a meeting and they're like, well, let's go with this as though they thought of it because that's the only way their egos will Dude, let it happen. It's funny because you're basically perfectly describing Tractor Faggot and yeah. he, he might as well work hand in hand with Gail. He might as well be Gail, Because right? Tractor yeah. Faggot, like, his thing is somebody will bring up, like, an important, like, fact or idea during a meeting, and he'll go, well, but, and I know better type shit. Like, that attitude of, like, yeah, yeah, you're just a fucking stupid piece of shit store manager, so, like, everything you say, like, you don't understand anything. Right. So, like, all your ideas are irrelevant. I know what's best. Right. But yeah, but, you know. Right. Like, I'm going to one-up you. All right he now. does yeah. is see how it's going to fail and tell them that's not going to work. I'm the one with the ideas. Right. And he will just continue to put continually put forth his inferior ideology. Right. And force people to fail yeah. under his leadership and then just blame them for being incompetent. That sounds that's like how my he, bosses. <laughs> that's how he gets away with- That sounds like my he bosses. He gets away with sucking at his job so bad <clears throat> that he literally cannot come up with a single feasible idea by saying like, oh, well, that's just so-and-so. They're obviously stupid mm-hmm. and can't do their job. And look, their numbers have always been bad. Even though they've constantly brought up like, hey, I need this to be- to, to do my job and just been told no. Like, yeah, you've given them zero of what they need to be successful at their job and told them repeatedly that their ideas are shit and made them not give a fuck to where they fail out of the job and then you just replace them with somebody who sucks even worse but will listen to what you say and fail under your rule and then you can just say, well, they, I told them what to do and they just didn't do it and they failed. Goddamn. Like having 14 people under you that some of which are fucking excellent in spite of you. Right. Just proves right. that, like, you know, it makes it look like, oh, yeah, well, at least I helped the seven out of 14 people. The other ones, are, they're just failures and losers and idiots. It really is in spite of at my job because the the big boss man will hand down some decree that we're going to do this this way. And uh, then we all, like, collectively, everyone who is involved in that decision will just decide themselves not to do it 
And everything goes as usual. Wow, weird. Yeah. That people and, that do the job know what they're yeah, doing. Yeah, exactly. Oh, dude. Oh, and I got to say this. So they have a meeting. They have this special meeting called the preliminary, which I'm giving away too much, but the preliminary engineering meeting is what it's called. So the three engineers who are not actually engineers, by the way, <laughs> uh, the three engineers and the uh, the quality control person I talked about earlier, which I have another story very quickly about her too, and uh, Gail and Babyface. And uh, I think there's one or two more people. I think maybe the head of sales is in there. They have this preliminary engineering meeting. Now notice, not only the only person who I just mentioned in the meeting who actually puts their fucking fingers on a sign mm -hmm. ever, ever, the only person is the quality control person. Because she... They're, that person's useless. Yeah, well, I because mean... Because of their bias. She, yeah, I mean, she has stints of understanding and she has stints of complete misunderstanding. So she's hit or miss at best. So they are all in the meeting, right? We have, we did these, uh, uh, these signs for a hospital, a local hospital. And there's these giant letters that they want for this hospital. Well, they want a certain color. It's not a color that we have the vinyl for, right? They don't make a vinyl that's this color. So we have to print that color, like mm -hmm. custom. I have to print that color. Well, last time we did these signs, on the file in our computer system, it says, print this shit. doesn't say shit, but it says, <laughs> print this shit before we route this shit. Okay? Mm -hmm. The router people did not listen last time, and they went ahead and routed it. Mm -hmm. So they routed it the shape of the letter. Well... Our plastic comes in on giant reels, which means that the letter is now concave. It is now bending upward, right? We can't have, we can't put that through a printer, but we tried and it fucked up our printer to the tune of like $30,000. Oh my God. It completely fucked our printer. We wow. had to get like a bunch of parts for it after this happened because wow. your boy had never hit the emergency stop button before and did not think to hit it in time mm. before it was ruined. So we vowed then, we talked to the router guy, we talked to the engineer at the time, and we said, next time this job comes up, has to be printed before it gets routed because of these problems that right. happened. Guess what? A storm came through and knocked one of those faces out of a sign. Mm. It happens to be the D. So this giant D, which is a circle with a line on one side of it, right? Just a big fat Just a D. big fat ass D that's dark blue. <laughs> and uh, a dark blue that we can't possibly have a vinyl color for a for some reason. big bruised D. Because people, like, people who are being uh, shipped in like medevac will see that D. And if it's not the right blue, they'll be like, no, take me to another hospital. I know I have <laughs> life-threatening injuries, but you need to take me to a hospital that has a lighter blue or a darker blue. Anyway, so we just found this job literally yesterday. We found this in the, in the system and we were like, oh shit, have they routed that already? They have. Of course. Because the engineer and the router guy fucking forgot. 
And guess what? The in, guess what? The engineer was the only person who could have caught that in the fucking meeting that they're in every fucking meeting they have of this caliber they are in. Mm-hmm. They didn't fucking catch it. Neither did quality control, Gale, Babyface. None of these fucking faggots who got super mad when we fucked up the printer last $30, time. $30,000 fuck up. None of these motherfuckers remembered. Me and my boss fucking remembered, though. And we fucking, he hit the radio and he was like, hey, blah, blah, blah. He laid it on thick, too, about this. He's like, has this been routed already? Router guy comes on. He's like, yeah, we routed it. There was nothing on the file that said we shouldn't have routed it. And we looked at the file, nothing. It doesn't say anything about printing before routing. So who fucked up this time? Who is it? Who who made the exact same fuck up that I did on the thing that you got huffy and puffy about, you babyface bitch? Who did that this time? It was you, you fucking faggot. You did exactly the same thing I did that you wanted to get ten kinds of period pissed off about. And, and all of a sudden, it's not a big fucking deal. All of a sudden, we're all smiles about a mistake when it was you. But, God, that makes me want to walk into the fucking office on Monday and be like, hey... Babyface, uh, walk into his office and be like, hey, Babyface, you know how you were so mad last week about this thing? And I want to find a way that won't immediately make him mad, you know, like find a way to to like fucking psychologically abuse him about it where it's like I am actually like don't understand. I'm playing dumb about how you guys in the in the engineering meeting did exactly the same thing that I did where you didn't check the previous job or you didn't check the, the, you know, the paperwork, you guys did exactly the same thing I did. Uh, but somehow you guys skate by, it's a very similar thing to your thing. Yeah. It's people just like at the highest level. Don't get held accountable. They don't get held accountable for the exact same mistakes other people make. And those people get in trouble. Yeah. It's fucked up. It's like, just because you've been here longer. And in many cases, it's not people who've been there longer. It's not people who know any better. It's they're at a higher level. Exactly. It's just people who administratively made sense they for rub, that position. They rub shoulders with yeah. their fuck faces Dude. that don't fucking ever get their hands dirty dude i mean i am uh, over the years since college i've grown to love com or uh, not communism (laughs) the opposite (laughs) to love capitalism to realize that even like people like super college whatever people like steven pinker have fucking had to say hey capitalism makes more boats float than communism every single time it's been tried the free market tends the meritocracy of that tends to fucking make it work right it makes more boats float higher so we should go with that system i am fully in agreement with that but incompetent people in uh, that's what's really wrong with communism right on paper communism fucking great awesome everybody does their part and we all get richer because of it great in in practice People starve to death and it sucks. So does communism. If you have a bunch of, or so does capitalism. God damn it. They both start with a C and my drunk brain can't handle it. (laughs) Uh, So does capitalism. If you only have incompetent baby face Gale pieces of shit at the top. Yeah. And you're HR person too. I don't know her name. So we don't have a pet name for her. Fucking. Can't. I, I can't. The whole point, (laughs) Stan, 
whatever you're doing, it's fucking working, and you're a fucking. I want to suck your dick, dude. Yeah. I hope that I can get a job at your place at some point because it sounds like a fucking utopia. Yeah. Well, so <laughs> this is a long boy. The bow, <laughs> we have one segment. <laughs> yeah. The bow on my whole work rant bitching thing is like, I've not been written up. Right. Yet. She's still on vacation. When she comes back. Oh, shit. We will see what happens. So, I don't know. We'll just, we'll see. I, so like, before all of this, it has been pretty much, for the most part, all chill with her. Right. Like, we, I bought her a souvenir while on vacation. Nice. I bought one for my boss. Well, okay. I shoplifted one for my boss. I shoplifted one for the lady that deals with like everybody's insurance and shit. Okay. Uh, I got one for like my chick got one for a lot of her coworkers. There's a bunch of souvenirs floating around. Yeah. I got one that oh. is like. Stuff to do that. For the main episode. What? The souvenir you got me. Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. shit. Okay. I need to do that right now. Yeah. Uh, I got her one, and it's very, like, personal. It's very, like, I went out of my way. I went way the fuck out of my way to get this for her because I know it's, like, right up her alley. It's her vibe. Like, it was a very, it's a very personal thing that I spent almost $20 on for her. So Damn. I decided that depending on what happens when we get back, if she's a fucking bitch and like follows this bullshit and tries to write me up for this, then I'm giving her souvenir to someone else. Well, so that's how can, I'm can sticking I, it to them. Can man. I propose a different tactic? Sure. Did you did you actually spend money on this thing? I spent. You actually did sixteen dollars plus tax. You did not shoplift this thing. I did not. It was in a very like when I say I went out of my way, I went and parked for twenty dollars in a fucking parking lot to go to the busiest God city damn. market in the entire, it's like a giant flea market, but in this like historic building okay. that you have to walk through and wade through hundreds and hundreds of disgusting garbage human beings to get to, to the very end, as far away as possible, mm -hmm. to this little Asian man that sells these little trinkets and shit mm -hmm. and pay him and like fucking snake my way. Like I went way, way the fuck out of my way. It, it cost me like $40 in the long run plus all the stress to get this specifically for her. Okay, well. Other people could enjoy this thing. It just like it was perfect for her. Well, my thinking was. Butter? What do you think? If you give her the thing and here's the thing. It'll be an ultimate test because if. All these administrative people, they kind of work on the the scratching backs principle, right? Right. A lot of times. It's like uh it's all it's all who you know. It's not your actual work ethic and your actual job performance, right? right. So if you were to give her the thing and she still writes you up, take it back. You know what you got. No, no, no I'm take, saying I'll take it back. I'm saying you know what I'm you got. I'm petty as fuck. But if you don't give her the thing and until after she doesn't write you up, then it's almost like, uh, I mean, yeah, you could give it to someone else who would appreciate it more and who wouldn't write you up. But 
I don't know. I mean, I feel like if you're trying to protect your your uh, next year's review, I think giving her the thing beforehand is probably the way to go, even though it's not the best for your ego or your spite-fueled right. uh, like well, mental state. My thing, my my two options in my head were wait and see what she does. If I don't get wrote up, give it to her. Or... Give it to her as soon as she gets back, and if right. she does write me up, snatch that shit off of her desk and go give it to Alex because Fuck Alex it. is a nice person that would appreciate it. Even Fuck though it. it makes zero fucking sense whatsoever to give it to him, he still deserves it more, and I feel bad because I forgot to get him something. Oh, shit. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Get him something off Amazon, just something cheap. Yeah, just Google Charleston. Yeah, exactly. Like, right, here's the, uh, sorry, I forgot. A Charleston uh, bandana or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just a keychain that says Charleston. Yeah. It's misspelled and shit. It's from an Asian company. <laughs> Chasselritten? Where's yeah. that? Yeah. Where's Chasselritten? <laughs> yeah, all of the description is misspelled on Amazon and everything. Sooth Carliney. It comes, it comes with a little piece of paper. Everything on that is misspelled. <laughs> Yeah, also will cause cancer if you hold it too close. Yeah. So just set it off to the side. Don't touch it. Thank you for purchasing this <laughs> bitiful piece of... <laughs> Tank U-value customer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, um, roll. thank you for buying these. I know we went off on like this crazy long tangent about all that shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I'll just quickly wrap up my shit. We went to a plantation... Nice. Um, it was fun, but like history. The, the first thing we did was we went like just the way that they have everything scheduled. You can kind of hit everything in like a row. Mm -hmm. And the first thing that was on our itinerary was this tour of a horse barn. Nice. I thought we're gonna see some horses. Maybe get to pat some one horse on, cock on yeah. the fucking you know on the neck or yeah. whatever. Completely empty. Horse barn was completely empty. Hot as goddamn sinning. That's probably why. Hot as yeah. the hottest sex you've ever had in a goddamn RV with no AC mm. in the middle of fucking Gentryville. Yeah. Uh, just so good, hot. Good, good city name. <laughs> good town name. I thought so. Gentryville's a just, fucking piece of shit, dude. Yeah. It's so bad. As you find out, all cities are. Uh, just garbage. It's awful. not even a city. It's like a village yeah. in the middle of fucking bum fuck Indiana. I can't even remember where it is. It's right off 62. I oh, do know that. Yeah, I do yeah. know that because I've passed it so many times when I used to work over that way, over east of us. And uh, I've, I would pass it when I was just randomly like trying to find a new route back to town, you know? Yeah. And I would pass it and be like, who the fuck lives here, dude? Honestly, I thought it was in Florida. Gentryville? There's yeah. probably like 17 of them oh, and yeah. they're all trash. Yeah, pick one, it sucks. There's not a one that has more than two stoplights. <laughs> in the middle of fucking like July 30th, just the hottest day of right, all time. Right, right, yeah, yeah. With the Summer. sun directly over you cooking you. While you're fucking some trailer trash whore. Yeah. That's how hot it was. Yeah. No wind, just 98 degrees outside with, I mean, I thought our town was fucking humid. Yeah. Everywhere. Mm -hmm. Dude, if you want to talk about how shitty South Carolina is, it is always 90 plus percent humidity. Really? And it, at night, it's 90 something degrees. Ugh. When it's raining, it's 90 something degrees. Ugh. The the fucking wind off of the ocean is hotter than the air outside. So you're having hot God air. Damn. Like, you know, when you get in your hot car and you're like, man, I hope the AC's all right. You turn it on, switch it to four out of four, mm -hmm. and have heater air. Yeah. Like 90. The first 10 seconds is just bleh. that. 
lava all coming out of your fucking just, yeah. just all the time. It sucked. <laughs> I hated it. But anyway, this barn hot yeah. as fuck. Also, yeah. not a single person that was giving any tour or any information. Not even an iota of apologeticness about slavery. They were just like, "Yep, slaves built that." Yep, you see those bricks? There's fingerprints of child slavery. You can literally see the fingerprints of little African children at 12 years old being forced to make bricks in a fucking brick oven. There might be fingernail pieces still stuck in there. Dude, they straight up said you will see fingerprints in the bricks that built those slave houses because they used child slavery to build it. Pretty cool, huh? They were not like, and it was awful. They were just like, pretty neat, huh? (laughs) Everything about slavery, they were just like, yep, slaves built that, and you're benefiting from it now. Dope, right? <laughs> That's thanks, chill, right? <laughs> thanks for your $200 for this beautiful, wonderful tour that you got that slavery built. You're welcome. Like, not apologize. That's there were, bussin', there correct? Were, yeah. There were black people everywhere, and not at any point did anyone feel awkward. They were just like, yep, slavery, pretty cool. Okay, cool. My we're, ancestors toiled here. Yeah. We're like, we're still benefiting from it. That's pretty awesome. God damn. They didn't give a fuck. Uh, then the la- We have a nice car. We're not getting pulled over. <laughs> the very last day that we were there, we stopped at the best place that we ate. It was fucking awesome. The yeah. best patty melt I've ever had in my nice, life. Shout nice, out to nice. the Flying Biscuit Cafe in, yeah, yeah, yeah. in uh, Mount Vernon. That's the second shout out they've gotten on Fart Mouth. By Mount way. Pleasant. Mount something. Mount yeah. something, Carolina. South Carolina, right next to Charleston. The Flying Biscuit Cafe is phenomenal. There's Mm -hmm. not a bad word to be said about it. Okay. Except. Oh. Except that certain mornings they have live music. And this fucking loser, this fucking washout piece of shit dumb fuck was playing covers of songs so badly Mm -hmm. that my girl had to put AirPods in drown it out this dude sucked really like he played every song you can think of that you should never play a cover of he played a cover of stairway stairway to heaven sweet home alabama sweet home alabama he played it i'm telling you i'm not even bullshitting you freebird he he played freebird he played on acoustic guitar played every cover of every song you're always told never do that was the guitar playing at least all right like was he doing the guitar part half-assed justice he was a coward so when he played stairway he played the intro and the first verse and then just transitioned into sweet home alabama what he played careless whisper and sang it so bad I couldn't enjoy my food. I was like, oh, God, stop. I did a TikTok or a, a, a Snapchat of it and sent it to the group chat yeah. of him playing Careless Whisper. Nobody could tell what yeah, song. Yeah, no, no, I had no idea. Yeah, Pepper, yeah. who is a diehard fan of that song and has made it part of his internet persona, right. was like, I have no idea what song that is. That's how bad he was playing Careless Whisper. Damn. You literally had to be there to know what he was trying to play. You had to literally go, wait a minute. Did he just said, I'm never going to dance again? Guilty feet have got no rhythm? He just said that? He's Mm. playing Careless Whisper. Wow. And not doing the sax solo on guitar. Yeah. Even if you have to do it alone with no accompaniment, you got to go. I I suck at guitar. I can play the intro to Stairway to Heaven. Yeah. And that's pretty much the best thing he played he was fucking terrible and so loud damn so fucking loud dude it was awful damn fucking terrible that a minor though 
It'll get you every it's a, time. It's a, it's a really good chord. It's probably yeah, one of the best chords there it's, is. It is. It's the most moody chord there a, is. A minor yeah. is so good. But then, uh, so again, traffic, 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 fucking awful, driving on our way back. Mm-hmm. I decided I'm going to avoid Columbia and Asheville because they were bad. I looked yeah. at the routes on Waze, and I was like, okay, so if we go the way we came, we go through Columbia, Asheville, Knoxville, Nashville, right. like four major cities that have awful traffic. Right. If I go this way, I only go through Atlanta, Chattanooga, and Nashville. You're going pretty far south to, out of the way. You'd though. be surprised. It was like a ten minute difference on ways. Wow. I yeah, because like, of interstates. I'll add. That's it. I'll add ten minutes to our route, and oh. it actually had that little green leaf that says you save gas mileage because whatever, whatever you know. Yeah. It's technically less miles, but right. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna go this route. I know Atlanta's bad, but I know there's a bypass. Usually the yeah. bypass is fine. It wasn't fine. It was worse than ever. God it was damn. the worst thing of all time. It sucked yeah. so bad. But at least- Just a least, bunch of black people, probably. Yeah. Just <laughs> everything about it sucked. The drive sucked so bad. That's, that's Atlanta, pretty much. It's just like where white people go to get their like yearly or every five years dose of being scared of black people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what Atlanta is to yeah. most of the South. To, to some fairly well-monitored blacks. Yeah. Uh, but then, okay, so all that was awful. The drive was absolutely fucking miserable. And worse than the drive there because they wanted to keep stopping and spending, at, like, we hit up the, the, the Flying Biscuit Cafe in the morning when we were going to leave, and it was a 30-minute wait to get a table. So we went to oh, a bookstore, yeah. and then we finally got there, and the waiting took forever. And then mm-hmm. we finally got our food, and then just everything took so fucking long. Right, yeah. And then she's like, I want to go to the Cheesecake Factory. (laughs) Fuck my life. No, bitch. (laughs) I have experience with the Cheesecake Factory knowing you better fucking make a reservation because you will wait. So we made a reservation. White people love that shit, dude. Dude, I never want to go back. It's the worst food. It's so expensive. It's Caucasian heaven, dude. Dude, everything about it is bad. There's nothing positive to say about the Cheesecake Factory. There's nothing. The food's not good. The time it takes is forever. The cost is way too fucking high. Yep. Everything about it sucks so bad I fucking hate it's it. It's one of those places that's way overhyped. Yeah. It's like hyped to be the best ever. And it's fucking- And it's mid. It's not even mid, dude. It's bad. I'd call it mid. I've eaten it's, there once. It was mid. I've eaten there three times now, and I can tell you, I've had one dish there that I was like, damn, this is good. Everything else yeah, I was I did. like, yeah. this is frozen, because men- if you've seen yeah, their menu- I mean, you know everything they have is frozen. Yeah, it's fancy Applebee's, basically. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's it's just everything is frozen and it tastes like shit. It's people who are used to like Starbucks mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. Those same basic ass bitches, those are the people that love yeah. Cheesecake Factory. The fanciest place they've ever eaten in their whole life is Texas Roadhouse. Right, exactly. Yeah. So they're like, oh, wow, they have variety here. It's yeah, like, yeah right, but right, right. You know what variety They have means. desserts. <laughs> what, the, what variety means is everything you're eating is frozen. Right. So it tastes bad. Whatever. Yeah. So we spent fucking almost two hours at Cheesecake Factory. So this nine and a half hour drive turns into 12 and a half hours of being out and about and just exhausted, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we get past Nashville. We stop in Chattanooga. We eat at fucking Cheesecake Factory. I'm fucking like so full and disgusted mm-hmm. with myself and just everything. So we get back on the road and from Chattanooga to Nashville is like an hour, hour and a half. We get to Nashville and 
the worst fucking storm that mm, I've ever experienced yeah. in my life. There was a pretty good storm last last week. Yeah, it hit. Yeah, the heart of Nashville as we were as we arrived on the south side, mm-hmm. going north. Right, and it was fucking psychotic. Yeah, yeah. It's a brutal wall to wall traffic. Yeah. Everybody cutting each other off. Mm-hmm. You can't see in front of you. Mm-hmm. You got your flashers on. Everyone's got their flashers on. Everyone's darting in front of everybody. Yeah. It's wall to wall from the south side all the way to the north side. And it takes 45 minutes to travel 10 minutes distance. Right. We finally, finally get on the other side of it. Mm-hmm. There's fucking fire trucks and ambulances everywhere because everyone's retarded. Yeah. And country bumpkin dumb fucks that are crashing into each other and That's dying the worst, left and right. Man. Yeah, yeah. Lightning. Like you've never seen in your life. Oh, yeah, yeah. I I've bet. never in my life seen that much lightning. It was like every five seconds, boom, 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 lightning yeah. everywhere. Like hundreds Crazy, and yeah. hundreds and hundreds of gallons of rain dumped on the road to where like the right lane and the shoulder completely full of water. Right. They don't have the infrastructure, even in Nashville, to get rid of that volume of water. Right, no one does. Yeah, no city does. Right. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. with that in mind, we get past all the traffic and finally. like, all right, we're on the north side of Nashville. We're heading to Clarksville. There's not really a whole lot of traffic, so people are opening up. They're going from five miles an hour. Oh, we can go 50 now. We start, we open up. There's a Jeep in the right lane in mm-hmm. front of me. I'm yeah. about 200 feet back from that Jeep. That Jeep is, you know, it's like, ah, we're free. I'm going 60 Yeah. on an interstate where we should be going 70 mm-hmm. in the right lane. I'm in the middle lane. There's three, right? Yeah. The Jeep... 200 feet in front of me, st- we start to come around a curve. The Jeep hits this deep-ass pool of water. Mm. And you know how Jeeps are. They're high up as fuck, if, yeah. If, if you spit on them, they flip over. This fucking dude hits this pool of water going 60 and just fucking yoinks his wheel to the left to try to get around it. And I mean- It when was I, too late. He's already hydroplaning. When I tell you he was on two wheels- that shit was like, if I would have oh. farted in its general direction, it would have flipped over. Wow. Dude, it hit that water 200 feet in front of me. I see the pool of water right before he hits it. So I start slowing down and like yoink over into the left lane, yeah. the far left lane, just in time. Because I hit enough water that we skidded like wow. 20 feet. Like the like I put my foot on the brakes. I could feel the brakes slipping under my foot. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I fucking zip over into the left lane. And this dude fucking, you know, is out of control, like about to flip over. Yeah, yeah. I avoided crashing into this fucking Jeep by like 15 feet. Really? (laughs) Dude, you could have honestly, like if you were pissing on the hood, you would have pissed on his Jeep. I was that fucking close. Dude, I bet your butthole was like Epstein perfection. I was yawning. At that time. Yeah. I was yawning. I was tired. I was like, God. Done with this two more hours of driving bullshit. Fucking sucks. And then that shit happened, and I was like, my eyes were like fucking super glued wide open. I was like, my heart was fucking racing. Your butthole at that moment looked like the hottest chick you've ever like the hottest chick you've ever seen her butthole. Yeah. Looked like that. Yeah. It was like perfect. If it for winked, a moment. If it winked, if you had a microscope yeah. on it, you wouldn't have seen the wink. It just had that like every flap was like perfect, except for one little flap is just a bigger than the rest of the flaps yeah it was like that yeah. just for a second and then it went back to usual dude butthole afterwards but for that second it yeah. was hot chick butthole it was that tight yeah 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 it was almost fuckable um but yeah that almost that almost fucking completely 
upended the whole thing. Damn, dude. And we avoided that crash, and I was like, my stress levels were through the fucking. Roof. Oh yeah, because it, it it like injects you with adrenaline. Like you, and, your and, brain uh, gives you a shitload of ind- adrenaline to deal with it. What's that? But it's actually shit? counterintuitive. Cortisol. Cortisol. Yeah, yeah. Your body is like, hey, you need these chemicals right now, but you only really need them for like three seconds. Yeah. Everything after that is like, I'm having half an anxiety attack right now. For an hour. Thank you, yeah. body. Thank you. You have a whole hour of cortisol and adrenaline running through your veins while you're just sitting behind the wheel. There's no to Bob Seger. fucking tigers to run from anymore, motherfucker. This shit only lasts three seconds, dude. Yeah. We're in high... Like high speed traffic, dude. The shit goes by quick. Yeah. Evolution, catch up, dude. No shit. <laughs> we need some like we need anti uh those drugs. you just need an injection to to Why didn't out. Charlie Darwy ever tell me about this shit, dude? <laughs> Why didn't he explain this? You fucking rich bitch. Yeah. Fucking got all his money from his dad like my fucking boss piece of shit. All circles back to that. <clears throat> no, uh, of entitled pieces of shit. Actually, Darwin was an, an entitled piece of shit, but I like to say, I, I like to think that he was like among the best of those people. Yeah, because he took his privilege and he made the world a better place by expanding our knowledge of the fucking natural world with his money. With the, he, he took his daddy money and he put it into a fucking boat and he went and put his money where his fucking mouth is. Literally, he went there. He literally went to the Galapagos Islands in the middle of fucking nowhere at the time, and he fucking found some awesome-ass fucking tortoises that were massive, and he he was like, hey, that bird's beak looks a little longer than these other birds' beak. Maybe the Bible is fake. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what he did. Yeah. And uh, He changed the world for the better in my eyes. In my eyes, too. And And a lot of people want to talk shit. Everyone who talks shit, notice, they go to church. Yeah. Every single one. He every went, person. He went to the Galapagos without air conditioning. You know? That like, wasn't exactly fun. He, he made a like week long weeks long journey. Yeah. And a boat long. That, yeah, yeah. And a boat that could have sunk to the bottom yeah. of the ocean with no air conditioning and a place that's hot as fuck like Charleston. Where there are no bitches. Yeah. By the way. Yeah. It's not like he went and got himself a ton of pussy yeah. with his big ass beard. He yeah. went to the middle of fucking nowhere and just hung out with some birds and turtles. Yeah, he didn't send an intern or nothing. He went all on his own. I anyway. stand by. I stand by Charles Darwin. I have a hat that has a quote from Charles Darwin, and I will wear that until the little fucking snapback thing wears out completely. <laughs> I own a copy of uh, his book. The Origin of Species. The Origin of Species. Nice, dude. Yeah, I yeah. don't even own that. Yeah, I bought that years ago when I was militantly atheist. Nice, bro. Anyway, that's all I have to say for now about that. I have a oh, yeah, souvenir to give you. When I saw this in the souvenir shop, I was like, I don't care that that's massively overpriced. I think that this is going to be one of Jake's new favorite shirts, and the f- way his face is going to light up when he sees it is going to be worth every fucking penny. So, All right, well. I even was like, yo, that's not a black shirt. Jake doesn't really fucks with black shirts. This is like yeah. a, a creamish like almond color. Only while I'm here alone. Because of my dandruff. <laughs> <laughs> I know Jake fucks with uh, light colored shirts. All right. I'm this gonna, is going to fit I'm gonna into pop your it open. repertoire very I'm going to try to pop it open like uh, like backwards and then flip it around. All yeah, right. There ain't nothing so on the back. I get the whole thing. Yeah. It's a Gildan shirt. That's nice. Yeah. No, it's not. It's Delta, but it's, it's it feels like a Gildan shirt. 
Ronald Reagan. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, dude. It's a uh, clearly a, a a fucking awesome person who knows a little bit about Adobe Illustrator. Drew Ronald Reagan with a, an American flag tie, and he's got a fucking Jack Daniels bottle, and it says Ronald Reagan. He's got his fist up in the air. He's fucking love that, dude. That's awesome. I love uh, ironic Republican shit. So. Yep. Perfect, dude. I knew it fit right Fuck up your yeah, fucking dude. alley. Perfect. That's that's a fart party shirt. If I ever saw oh, yeah. one, dude. Oh yeah. That's on Saturday. I'm wearing that shirt. No Fuck doubt. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I knew you'd love that for sure. As soon as I saw it, I was like, I wasn't gonna buy you a souvenir. Like intellectually, I was yeah, like, yeah. I gotta buy Jake a souvenir. But as right, soon right. as I saw, it, I was like, Oh, Jake's gonna love that. They have a small. Boom. Done. That's fucking dope. And it's a small. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Yes, sir. All right. Well. Quite a saga. This is a double episode, dude. Yeah, you're welcome. That you we just did. Bunch of fucking yeah. moocher We ass. don't even need an episode after the fart party. <laughs> <laughs> so just <laughs> we may or may not have an episode the week after the fart party. And if we don't, you know why. Because we just did an hour 40. Have some understanding. Yeah. I, I was like, when I saw that we were at an hour and I was still bitching about work, I was like, yeah, this is going to be a super long one. <laughs> Fuck You're yeah, fucking welcome, you bunch of bastards. I'm exhausted after all that. Yeah, so am I, yeah. I gotta go home. Maybe I'll get some apology pussy. Hopefully. To make a Patreon yeah. reference. Some we'll apology pussy? Or maybe an apologize. <clears throat> some apologine? Apologine, apologloge. Yeah, dude. We'll see. But, uh. Some apologize. I think I'm sober enough to drive now after all that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you can chill here for a minute. If not, it's fine. White people you can chill don't. for a minute and uh, I'm white. watch me play Torok. I don't experience <laughs> consequences for my actions. Home. It'll be fine. But yeah, thank you for listening. If you made it through all of that, you're a real one. Yep. A lot of bitching. Not a yep. lot of giggles and, and no, but and teehees. But next man, week it's gonna be insane. So I got so I got like really good would you rather's written. I guess I can save those for the fart party. Yeah, right. Two fucking absolute yeah different perspective. I gotta come up with a classic uh, intro for the fart party. Classic yeah. intro. Don't want to give too much of the go. No, I don't. No, 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 but I don't. But uh, fart party episode's gonna be one for the my books. part of the intro gonna be fucking classic when it happens it'll be one for the books thank you everyone for joining us on this epic journey <sighs> take a deep breath 100 minutes yeah you're welcome oh that's the wrong button <laughs> <laughs> it's the end of the show I'll tell you that's it there's only one place to go to hear some more of our shit Patreon's the spot for our services rendered especially to hear us say the n-word uncensored